Hey ladies, welcome to the Looking Above podcast. It's easy to get bogged down in details of everyday life. If we aren't intentional, our eyes can easily be pulled away from the Lord and we can set our gaze on things of earth. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. My name is Karen Boffman and I'm the women's pastor at New Life Church in Gillette, Wyoming. I believe that our perspective changes everything. So together, we'll be looking above. Welcome back to Looking Above. It's so good to have you join us today. Today I'm here with my friend Joy, and we are going to talk about busyness and intentionality in friendship. And I'm just going to say straight up, <laughs> this is not something that we have achieved no. or that we are masters of. Um, we we were just talking about the fact that we are both chronically busy, I would say. Yes. So, um, Joy, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself before we start talking about being busy? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm glad you said that because I am, I am such a learner Mm -hmm. in this area. Mm -hmm. I definitely don't have it figured out, but I realize that it's a growth area for me Mm -hmm. and I'm really leaning into that, Mm -hmm. um, in this season of my life. So, Yeah. 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 So my name is Joy Fox and, um, I, I'm a 43-year-old mom of three, a wife. Um, I work outside the home, and I also uh, volunteer with a couple different organizations. And, you know, I don't need to go into the details of all of the reasons why I'm busy, because I think we, we could all do that and just... We all have similar stories these days, right? right. We all have a yeah. lot on our plates in our yeah. culture, in our society. Right, so. right. But I will mention, you are a pastor. Yes. And there is a busyness that comes with that. Yes. Aside from the mama and volunteering. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a lot. It's kind of like um, you have your home family that lives Mm -hmm. with you, Mm -hmm. and then you have another huge family Mm -hmm. that does not live with you. Mm -hmm. And you care so much for them, um, just like you carry your your actual family in your heart all the time, and you're always thinking of them and caring for them. It's that's a lot what working in ministry mm-hmm. is like. It's mm-hmm. just on a very grand scale with a right. lot of people. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, huge family. Yeah. yeah, which just adds to that feeling of being busy yes. all the time because maybe even when we don't have things to do, our minds are still busy. Yeah. <laughs> the other day, um, one of my kids asked me, Mom, I feel like you probably text a thousand people a day. And I just laughed. I'm like, I feel like that too. I feel like my phone is constantly blowing up. And I don't love that. Like I have to really be careful about Mm -hmm. remembering, oh my gosh, one of my kids is trying to talk to me. Mm. Although this feels urgent, getting back to this person or whatever, I need to like put my phone down and look my child in the eyes and really be present, really listen. Yeah. Yeah. And that gets back to that concept of circles, which Mm -hmm. Jenny talks about in Find Your People. Um, And I talked about a couple uh, episodes ago, the circles and intentionality with who's in your inner circles. And that's really what we want to get to today, too. And I love that you just said this feels urgent. Um, you know, there's that concept of the tyranny of the urgent, mm-hmm. the, the urgent that sometimes blocks out what's most important to yeah. us. And um, that's a lesson I have had to learn the hard way. There yeah. were many days when I chose the urgent yes. over the important. Um, yeah. And when I prioritized people who weren't in my inner circles over my family, Um and so that's that's rough and it's mm-hmm. hard because there are constantly things pulling for our attention. Even if you for aren't sure. a pastor, there are constantly people, there are constantly things, social mm-hmm. media, work, whatever it is that are just yeah. calling, calling, mm-hmm. calling, calling to us. So um, I've read, we're going to talk about two different books here today a little bit, yeah. just reference them. So Find Your People by Jenny Allen is one of them. Both yes. of us have read and love. It's so good. And we were just talking about if you get it and read it, you need to have time. It's not a blow-through yeah. book. 
No. No. <laughs> you need to you need to be able to sit down and digest it and then put into practice what she's saying. So um, yes. we're both talking about needing to reread it at a slower pace. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is an easy read. Mm-hmm. It's not a highly oh, yeah. intellectual read, but right. it's a read that you want to take time mm-hmm. to let it kind of marinate. Mm-hmm. And to do, she gives you action things. Right to do with people. So if you're just breezing through, you're kind of missing out on all that. Yeah, yeah. So the other book that I'm going to reference just a couple of times here um, is The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. He's Mm -hmm. a pastor out in Portland. Yes. And um, I love his writing and his podcasts and things, too. He's got a lot of wisdom. Um, But in this book, a quote that I'll just mention Uh, to get us started here. He says, hurry and love are incompatible. Yes. And that that quote just stuck with me. Yeah. um, As someone who hurries all the time. All the time. (laughs) Yeah. And I think I was thinking about that, um, you know, on a couple different levels. It's so true. We can't love the people Mm -hmm. in our lives well Mm -hmm. when we're constantly being hurried and Mm -hmm. we're being bossed around Mm -hmm. by the urgent, Mm -hmm. our schedules. But also I think the flip side of that is, you know, God designed us as relational beings Mm -hmm. because he exists in a community, Mm -hmm. you know, the Trinity, Mm -hmm. and we're designed in his image, and um, he knows what we need, and we are not taking good care of ourselves. Mm. We are not loving ourselves well. Mm -hmm. We're not giving ourselves the things that we need when we're constantly just racing through life, um, being bossed around by our to-do lists, and, you know, for, I think, most of us, especially as women, mm-hmm. but I see this with men too. Friendships are often the things that are easy to deprioritize. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. relationships are often easy to mm-hmm. be like, well, I'll get to that when I can. Right. And then when you never can, all of a sudden you find this self in, yourself in this place where you're very lonely and you feel like you don't have um, solid relationships around you of people who really love you and know you Mm -hmm. and who you really love and know right so yeah I love that's an amazing Mm. quote we could talk just about that for this entire time (laughs) for 40 minutes (laughs) um yeah and I really like what you said um about loving yourself well and that's one that's hard for a lot of people but when we look at you know like the first commandment is to love the lord your god with all your heart soul strength and mind and the second is like it love your neighbor as yourself and people forget that as yourself part that the prerequisite to loving others Mm -hmm. is loving ourselves is taking care of ourselves and um especially as women Having relationships is part of self-care, is part of loving yourself. We need, and obviously it's true for all humans. Like you said, we're made to be relational, but uh, females just seem to have a higher relational capacity, a higher relational need. And Mm -hmm. so if we aren't um, prioritizing relationship, not only are we not loving our neighbor, each other well, but we're not loving ourselves well either. Yeah. And that's, I feel like that's when we're just then um, so much more prone to attack and defeat and all of that, you know, it just, we're in a bad place. And so I I really like, like what you said there. Um, So in scripture, Mm -hmm. I think there is a story that really speaks to this very well and we don't need to read it we've all heard it we Mm -hmm. can just mention it here briefly but the story of mary and martha yeah with jesus yeah right and i mean as women we have heard this story preached so many times so many times (laughs) yeah and we we pick which one are you are you the martha or the mary right (laughs) and most of us are martha in our society anyway most of us are martha even though we want so desperately to be Mary. Yeah. But it just shows this heart of hurry and love. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Martha chose the the busyness. Yes. And what I think often when I think about that story is just that, you know, it's no one can argue that the things that Martha was doing needed to get done. Right. And I always <laughs> wonder what happened next in the mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. You know, I imagine mm-hmm. that after Mary had 
spent a little time at the feet of Jesus, then she got up and helped. You know, she did the thing. So I think that story really speaks to when Jesus says, you know, Mary has, I'm going to get the quote wrong, but I'm paraphrasing. She's chosen the better thing. It was just a way of saying, like, of course, you're not off the hook completely for doing the things that need to be done, but she had prioritized mm-hmm. relationship. She right. had prioritized time with Jesus. Right. And that, you know, um, we work best from love. Mm-hmm. We work best from rest. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there's there's so many layers to that story that right. we can look at. But right. that's what just always really sticks with me is, I'm sure that Jesus wasn't saying, no, you never have to go and do the things. (laughs) You never have to cook the food. You never have to do the dishes or clean your house or whatever. But get your priorities straight. Yeah. 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 Right. And people are more important. Mm -hmm. People are always more important. And to me, that's... That's one that's hard um, sometimes. I mean, okay, we'll just talk pastor to pastor here, right? Yeah. Sunday morning. Yeah. And there's 8,000 things to do, and sure. you're trying to get them done, and somebody stops you and yeah. wants to talk. And I have to remind myself. And I'm not saying don't talk to me on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. I'm saying my heart needs that check sometimes of yeah. these are people and what is more important, getting your thing done or listening to this person who needs needs love right now. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And and one thing I've learned, too, is it's okay to just um, – so this – on Sundays, it's like this, too. Mm-hmm. You feel like a lot of people are trying to grab you and talk mm-hmm. to you. But also throughout the week, mm-hmm. you know, getting a lot of phone calls mm-hmm. at inconvenient times. Right. And it's okay to – to answer the call Mm -hmm. or stop and talk to the person and say, you know, I really care about Mm -hmm. what's going on and I really do want to talk to you and go process through this with you. But right now is a super not good time for me. Yeah. Can we schedule, you know, in an hour or whatever, I can call you back. Um, What I used to always do was just avoid Mm. avoid eye contact with people (laughs) so I don't have to let them down Um, avoid answering my phone like you can ask people who have known me for a long time they're still surprised when I answer my phone Mm -hmm. Um, because I would just avoid thinking I don't have the time for them right now so I'm just gonna ignore it and avoid it but it's okay to just say hey Let's do this later. Of course, yeah. there's emergencies right. where people are going to be like, no, I need you now mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think that that is just a good practice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I like still that. practicing right. it. And that does prioritize the person over what you're doing because you're showing them. I do care, and I care enough that I want to give you my full attention. Yeah. And right now I'm distracted and I'm not going to be able to do that. So I love that um, yeah. that practice. Uh in Jenny Allen's book, let's mm-hmm. let's talk about that a little bit. There were okay. some some things that you picked out that you really loved in this book, and I think a lot of them talk about this um, good versus best tyranny of the urgent kind of mentality, right? That yeah. there are times when life just becomes all encompassing to the point where we don't invite people in mm-hmm. to our life, and Jenny kind of talks to this about letting people into your mess. Yeah. And I have confessed already on this podcast that I am a messy house girl. And so this one is hard. Me too. Yep. <laughs> this one is very hard. Like yes. it, you can come to my house and there is dog fur on my floor and mm-hmm. floor. And right now there are dirty dishes all over my counter because I haven't put them in the dishwasher yet. Yeah. So, um, so this is hard. Talk to me a little bit about some things that you gleaned from the book. Yeah, so this this is a huge thing in my life um, just because I – so I think in our culture, mm-hmm. we value um, independence and, mm-hmm. you know, we're hyper-individualistic, mm-hmm. meaning we all – everybody needs to have their own home mm-hmm. and their own stuff mm-hmm. and – and have this appearance of we've got this all figured out right. Autonomy. in our little corner of the world, <laughs> right. and we don't need you. So 
and then add to that the fact that I kind of tend towards perfectionism Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and not everyone does Mm -hmm. you know but for me that has been a huge thing where it's like um I would rather die than Mm -hmm. invite someone to come over to my home and not have my home be spotless Mm -hmm. and not have a really beautiful well thought out perfect meal to serve them um or if, heaven forbid, if someone just showed up unannounced, because mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a messy house girl too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have three kids, two cats, and a dog, mm-hmm. and I can spend an entire day cleaning my house, mm-hmm. and the next day it will Ugh. look like a bomb went it off. Makes me crazy. In it. So, <laughs> so if I constantly, if I allow myself to have that mindset mm-hmm. of no, everything has to be perfect. It has mm-hmm. to look like. I fit into this mold, you know, that we yeah. all put out there yeah. of what we aspire to, but we don't really live up to, then I'm, I'm creating a huge barrier for right. myself right. to, to relationship. And mm-hmm. Jenny Allen, she talks just a ton about that in mm-hmm. her book, you know, mm-hmm. like inviting your girlfriends, like, into hey, your mess. <laughs> come, come over and hang out with me and we can clean my house and then we'll go over and clean your house. Let's do this, or, Joy. I think yeah. this, I think we should do this. I would, I would be up for it, honestly. Um, you know, or hey, well, let's have dinner at six, but don't come at six. Come yeah. at five mm-hmm. and help me cook mm. and then stay and mm-hmm. help me clean. And she mm-hmm. talks about, you know, being people who show up and stay right um for a long time yeah. and I just was like wow I just don't make space for that in yeah. my life because yeah. I'm so um I've bought into this lie of mm-hmm. shame mm-hmm. you know that nobody else's house is this dirty yeah. oh mine no is. one else is <laughs> well, Karen my refrigerator my refrigerator <laughs> is my Achilles heel like I'm I'm just mortified by it I will send you a picture time. of mine I guarantee it's worse <laughs> But here's the thing, like you, you have invited me into your home before, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and, and then I made you sit on my back porch, probably because my house was a mess. But, well, but I've been, I've been on the inside too. And what I love is that I don't look around your house judging you. Right. I look around your house going, thank goodness. Mm. Goodness, here is someone else like me, you know, whose house yeah. is like it's oh, it's not yeah. a complete filth pit like yeah. you think it is. It's just normal, right? It's right. just normal. Oh yeah, I had a friend once say to me, "I think God brought you into my life to make me feel better about my life." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I'll take it. You yeah. know, if that's why I'm here, just to help everyone else feel like it's okay, then that's." That's yeah. great. I'm achieving something, but well, I can be that person oh, for people too. Yeah. If you yeah. ever show up to my house unannounced, you will be like, yeah. "Oh, right, right." <laughs> and it's it's an interesting concept, right? Because when we think about hospitality, um, mm-hmm. so often we think hospitality means that my house is neat yeah. and that I make the food and you come over as my guest and you eat my f- good food that I made for you. Yeah. And so she's really just challenging this concept of what hospitality is. And um, actually in my house, I have a framed quote mm-hmm. by Maria Goff, Sweet Maria, Bob Goff's wife, mm-hmm. and I'm going to butcher it, but it says something like, hospitality is not about the condition of our home. It's yeah. about the condition of our heart. Yes. And so it's really more about um, just embracing the people that are coming in. And it's, you know, like you said, you don't you don't come to my house to see how tidy my house is. Yeah. How tidy my house is isn't what makes you feel comfortable there. Yeah. I have uh, another friend who says to me, she goes, I think sometimes I feel more at home in your house than in my house. Well, it is not because my house is so clean. Yeah. You know, that's not why she says that. It's because when she's there... Hopefully, I'm making her feel cherished. Yeah. And so um, that's that's what hospitality is. Yeah. But I'm right there with you. Like, I lose sight of that. And yeah. I very quickly am like, oh, my goodness. You know, like, all hands on deck. Everybody's got to clean. Like, yeah. the time before people are coming over, like, historically in the Bothman household has been pure chaos. And it's why my husband's like, we're not having people over because of the stress leading up to having people <laughs> over. Yeah. And so I'm trying to do better, first of all, at maintaining the house a little bit better so that I mm-hmm. don't have to get to that point. Yeah. But then second of being like, okay, it doesn't have to be perfect. We can yeah. sweep up the dog fur before people come over, but I don't have to yeah. clean every nook and cranny and 
dust everything and put everything away. Yeah. Oh, but that's hard. It's hard. It is hard. <laughs> it's it's really, you know, honestly, if if I can use this term, mm-hmm. um, it's it's an idol, I mm. think, that we mm-hmm. have to lay down. Mm-hmm. We have to, because it's rooted in pride. Yeah. Right? Oh, absolutely. Um, I want people to think of me a certain way. Think well of us. And right? if they come in and really see, mm-hmm. you know, if they come over and really see my kids being so naughty, because mm-hmm. my kids can be so naughty, <laughs> love them dearly, doing my best, but there are moments where right. I'm just like, oh my right. gosh. Um, whatever it is, yeah. that that bucks up against our pride. Right. And, and we don't like that. Yeah. But I think also we, this isn't really in the book, but mm-hmm. as you were talking, I just was thinking, you know, we have this concept of relationships and friendships as being transactional. Mm. So I don't necessarily hang out with you because I expect to get something from you, mm-hmm. but I feel like um, I'm not worthy to to spend time with you or to take time mm. or to have you in my home or whatever if I don't feel like I have something to offer you, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, if my house is a mess or my kids are fighting and I'm stressed or whatever, there will be no benefit mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. from being around me because I feel like I have nothing to offer. So yeah. I just want to avoid it. And I think we really need to retrain mm-hmm. our brains around friendship. Yeah especially to not see it as transactional. Right. Like the the gift is just in the being with. Right. It's just right. simply that, the presence right. of me being with you right. and you being with me. Yeah. And like, you know, look at Jesus. He mm-hmm. did life intimately mm-hmm. with these 12 disciples mm-hmm. who really they had nothing to offer him. Right. Right. <laughs> he was God. Oh, right. You know, right. he was Jesus. <laughs> Um, but he wanted their presence mm-hmm. and, and he knew that proximity was yeah. what was going to grow them more right. in his likeness. Right. And it's the same with us mm-hmm. as sisters in Christ. I have to know that whether I feel like I have something to offer you or not, mm-hmm. um, the Holy Spirit in me mm-hmm. has something to offer mm-hmm. you. And just our proximity together. It's right. that iron sharpening iron right. thing. Yeah. We're not alone. We're not yeah. in this alone. I like that. And I like the um, just the transaction idea. I think, too, sometimes people get stuck in, like, profits and losses, right? Like, yeah. oh, they've given me so much. Now I, ha- I owe them. Yes. Or, or the flip, all I do is pour into them and pour into them and pour into them. And when are they going to give back yes right and that expectation yes and that's a nasty trap Mm -hmm. to uh get caught in as well for sure that's not it's not about who's given more or yeah who's taken more or whatever yeah um you're not you're not free when you're looking at friendship like that and right putting expectations and is that. that really friendship yeah and you know we're supposed to be we're that's what we look to god for right. he's right. the one who fills and meets all yeah. those needs yeah but oh absolutely absolutely um you uh, had this quote here we've replaced intrusive real conversations with small talk and we've substituted soul bearing deep connected living with texts texts mm-hmm. and a night out together every once in a while because the superficial stuff seems more manageable and less risky yeah, uh, that was in Find Your People. Talk to me about that. Yeah, you know, um, she kind of, she talks about how maybe we just don't really know how to have real conversations mm. with people. And mm-hmm. she talks about how a lot of times when a group of women get together, um, conversations will devolve into gossip. Mm. Because we just don't really know how to ask each other good questions mm-hmm. and to talk about the real hard stuff of life. Mm-hmm. And, and it's to, easier to talk about someone else. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's easier yeah. to talk about someone else or it's easier to keep things surface. Mm-hmm. Um, but while that's easy in the short term, mm-hmm. in the long run, it's hard because, mm-hmm. I, you know, you can be in a room with five or six other women and mm-hmm. still feel incredibly lonely and right. still feel right. like nobody here really knows me. Right. 
nobody here really knows the struggles I'm going through in my marriage Mm -hmm. or the struggles I'm having with my kids or Mm -hmm. maybe how I'm grappling with my faith Mm -hmm. because we don't want to have the real conversations. And, and I think that's something that I'm definitely guilty of, you know, Mm -hmm. just wanting to keep things surface. And she talks a lot about how we kind of want to do this because Mm -hmm. we, we don't want to burden people. Mm -hmm. We don't want Mm -hmm. to feel like, um, the needy one or like we're costing people something. And I love Jenny Allen. She's one of those people where I read her books and I'm like, we could so be besties. Mm -hmm, Should mm -hmm. I just email her and just be like, can we be besties? That maybe this is awkward. I'm sure she gets those emails all the time. Right, all the time. Yeah. Um, But she talks about how she's a really good person at letting people ask her for help Mm -hmm. and letting people need her. Mm -hmm. But she will never... Right. want to ask for help. Yeah. She'll never want to be vulnerable yeah. with Well, her she's pain. an Enneagram 7, and we think we're all self-sufficient. Yeah, so. yeah. But it's she talks just... <laughs> about how she was, like, literally losing friendships right. over because that. because of it, yeah. And, and I just think about, you know, how many times in my life have I just been sitting with a group of girlfriends, you mm-hmm. know, we've gone out to dinner or whatever, and we're just, we're having fun, mm-hmm. you know, we're mm-hmm. laughing, but it's it's just surface and I've really been hurting on the inside yeah and I haven't wanted to be the one to start a conversation like I was at lunch the other day with a friend and we're talking and she just says can I ask you something Mm. and I'm like terrified Ah. you know like (laughs) where's this going I think so that's one of those (laughs) trap questions you know and she goes how's your marriage Mm. and I'm just like taken aback Mm -hmm. like I, I love that she asked me that, though. Mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm. she asked me that because yep. then we had a real conversation mm-hmm. about our marriages. You know, she's a person I trust. Right. Obviously, you're right. not going to have this conversation right. with someone who you know is a gossip or right. has burned you right. in the past or whatever. Yeah, She's a true friend that mm-hmm. I trust. Mm-hmm. And um, I love that because, you yeah. know, we both walked away knowing each other a little better and we right. encouraged each other right. in real stuff right. that yep. actually matters. Yeah. So, yeah. So when we're talking about intentionality, right, mm-hmm. kind of as the antidote to the hurry and the busyness, like we have to have those intentional friendships where we are intentionally asking the hard questions, where we are intentionally yeah. sh- sharing the hard things. And I, um, I have one group of women that I meet with regularly, and I'm not kidding you. The other week, uh, we sat down, and the first words out of someone's mouth's mouth was, I punched a wall last night. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, there it is. Like, yeah. yes. Like, we are in that kind of relationship where the whole conversation mm-hmm. can start with, last night I flipped out. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I just loved it so That's much. Beautiful. And, I mean, that has been a process of getting to that place. Like, that is not a conversation you initiate right a couple hours into a friendship right that's something that this person you know like we have spent many 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 days together yeah. and so it yeah. just oh I, I love it and um you know Jenny Allen talks about that I think I've mentioned it maybe on a previous podcast even just about the time mm-hmm. that it takes and so here's where you can't be hurried you can't have a too busy schedule yeah. because deep relationship does take many, many hours. Yes. Yes. Many hours. Yeah. <laughs> and and not everyone, that's why, you know, I love this book. We keep talking about it, but mm-hmm. I just think the purpose of this book is she felt like she wanted to help people mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. how to find those people in right. their life. And right. Our culture is just so broken around um, friendship and mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. And so she really gives you handholds on, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have those people. Right. You know, nobody, yeah. no woman hears you saying what you just said and mm-hmm. thinks, I don't want friendships like that. Mm-hmm. We all have a longing for that right. in our hearts. And so she kind of walks you through, like, if you mm-hmm. feel like you don't have those people, Here's some steps. Here's Mm -hmm. what you do. Here's, and not everyone in your circle, you know, she says 
there's like 150 people is your mm-hmm. village right. or something right. like that. Yep. And then 15 is another segment. Yeah. And yep. then you have like two to five besties, right. you know, and those are the people that you have those conversations with. Mm-hmm. So not everyone is mm-hmm. going to be that person. And, right. some, and, and it's like, how do I find those people right. if I don't feel like I have them? Mm-hmm. And for me, a big part of that, I'm sure she talked about it in the book, is just mm-hmm. praying. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. was there. A few years ago mm-hmm. where I just felt like, man, God, I am so lonely. Mm-hmm. I need some real friends. I need people I can be vulnerable right. and real with right. and not have to put up this, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've got it all together right. show. And I just started praying and asking God for those people in my life. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. you know, here we are. He's yeah. put me on this journey. Right. So. Right. And I think um, what I liked about... Um, Jenny was kind of talking about the different places that we can find these people, too. And it's not always in the places you expect or whatever. And, um, you know, I I think, like you said, prayer is a big piece of this. Mm -hmm. But, um, like, you and I are friends. And I think we are two who can be vulnerable with each other. Yeah. We don't see each other a ton, but our yeah. circle, like if we're just talking like the circles we run in, mm-hmm. the circles we run in are completely different because yes. we work at different churches. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think there's such beauty to having friends that are outside of the circle that you run in, like yes. that are sometimes different than you or work in a different place or whatever. I think yeah. there's such beauty to having that kind of a friendship. Yeah. Um, because it's kind of like, okay, well, I can talk to you about everything that's going on here that I can't necessarily talk to with the people who are here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So, so I think that's, that's an important thing. And you, um, had mentioned like the different kinds of friends, right? Mm-hmm. Like that there are three different kinds of friends. And I think that plays into that maybe a little bit. So tell us what are the, what are the three yeah. kinds of friends as you see them? Yeah. So I didn't invent this. Don't yeah. be impressed by okay. my intelligence. I didn't think this up. <laughs> um, and I actually, the lady I saw talking about it, she was like, I didn't think this up either. I can't right. remember where it came, came from. So we're all just stealing each other's it's stuff okay. and it's passing it off as Ecclesiastes, our own, but... right? There's nothing new under yes. the sun. So. Yes. But she, I just really liked this. She said there are season or situation friends. Mm -hmm. Um, So that would be like, you know, when you're in college, Mm -hmm. you have your college friends. Mm -hmm. And then you, um, in the course of your life, you'll generally work in several different settings, Mm -hmm. several different places of employment. And you usually develop some friendships with those people. And then you maybe move on. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, if you live somewhere and you Mm -hmm. have friends there and then you move. So those people were their friends for a season. Right. Um, And then reason friends. So maybe God put someone in your life for a reason Mm -hmm. or put you in their life for a reason. Mm -hmm. And um, that's kind of the category where Mm -hmm. I'm like, Karen, for Mm -hmm. me, you are a reason friend. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I know that God put you in my life to encourage me mm-hmm. as a as a fellow friend mm-hmm. in ministry right and and to have someone you know yeah. obviously i learned so much from you because you're amazing um but and then i hope there are people that i'm friends with them that they're like yeah i can see god mm-hmm. put you in my life for a very specific right. reason right um and then your lifetime friends is mm-hmm. the third um kind and you know, when I think about my friends, I have like maybe two or three mm-hmm. friends that mm-hmm. I would say are lifetime friends. Mm-hmm. Like I've been friends with them forever. Mm-hmm. And one in particular, she is my, uh, we've been best friends since we were 12 years old. Oh. And at this point, we're more like sisters than mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. It's that thing where you're stuck with me and I'm stuck with you. You, you know? know too much. Yeah, yeah. I, I either have to kill you or, <laughs> or keep you close. No. Yeah. 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 So, um, and I think that what I really liked about this was just realizing that as you, as you're going through life, mm-hmm. um, you're going to gather different mm-hmm. groups of friends in different seasons mm-hmm. and for different reasons and they're not all going to become lifetime friends. Mm. 
and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, n- just know that and hold it loosely. And right. um, you don't have to have this stranglehold on every friendship that you have. Like, you have to be my friend forever, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And and similarly, you d- don't want to just avoid developing friendships right. because you know, well... This might what's be a the, season. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a season. I'm probably going to move on right. from this workplace or whatever at some right. point. Uh, you need to look around you and see who are the people that you're doing life with now mm-hmm. and and gather your friends around you, mm-hmm. you know, from mm-hmm. that pool of people. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. So be intentional where you're at, when you're there. Yeah. Look for those people that are your reason friends. Look for those people that are your season friends. Yeah. Don't neglect them because, you know, it's a season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but don't also neglect them because you don't know if they're going to become those lifetime friends. Yes. So exactly. it's just it all of it goes back to intentionality yeah. and just needing to invest. Yeah. Invest invest where we're at. Yeah. Um so I I was trying to find it before we came in here this yeah. morning and I'm pretty sure um that it was a guy who was on Jenny Allen's made for this podcast here recently. I think his name is Sam something. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> you can look it up. I, I owe that. you coffee if you find this for find the quote okay. for me. Um <laughs> Oh, I'm you know that's you all I'm going to be yeah, doing the just rest of the day. Figure right? it out. <laughs> um and he uh, won, I think, the the show alone. Okay. And so, um, so I saw this on Instagram, this quote by him, and that's why I'm trying to find it again. And yeah. I spent like two hours this morning trying to find it. Oh. Haven't yet. But um, he said something like, "You can't read the New Testament and think it's okay to do life alone." Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I got to find this quote and I haven't yet. So um, find it. And then I, I owe you coffee. You brought me coffee yeah. today. But oh, I, I just was like, wow, you know, and going back to what you were saying earlier, like we don't want to say things because we don't want to be the burden or, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want to have people over because our house is a mess. But we just get into this place where we let our busyness and our pride and all these other things get in the way. Yeah. And... um. And it's not okay. Yeah. It's just not okay. Yeah. And I think, you know, as Christians, um, we definitely need to have, we need to embrace that mindset mm-hmm. knowing that we we were made for this. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about this mm-hmm. earlier, but mm-hmm. we were made to to live and to grow in community right. as, as believers. Yeah. And um I think I pulled that quote from Jenny Allen's mm-hmm. book. It is very mm-hmm. similar. It says yeah. the Bible doesn't speak to individuals. It's right. written for people living out their faith together. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's so many. I don't even know how many, but if you look up the phrase one another mm-hmm. in, the, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the Bible. There's dozens. Tons and tons right. of one another's. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't live out the one another's alone in <laughs> one. isolation. Just one, right. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's just not... God's design. Mm-hmm. So while we may ha- have been burned in the past mm. by friendships, everyone has. Right. Everyone has right. had a confidence betrayed. Everyone has been let down by mm-hmm. someone. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't take that and let it be an excuse mm-hmm. to not choose community and right. choose to be intentional about yeah. developing community right. because God calls us to a better way, mm-hmm. you know, and he mm-hmm. gives us the tools to do that, you yeah. know, in yep. his word. And um, e- even like forgiveness, mm-hmm. there might be someone that you need to forgive mm-hmm. and and you say, well, I know I need to forgive, but I can't forgive mm. this person. You know, take that to God. Ask him, Lord, right. I cannot do this in my own strength. You mm-hmm. are going to have to help me forgive. Right. Don't you think that he will do that? Yeah. That's a prayer oh, he will answer. Absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. And if and if unforgiveness or having been hurt in the past is a mm-hmm. barrier for you building relationship moving forward, that is when you need to, instead of stepping further back mm-hmm. and further isolating mm-hmm. yourself, you need to name that mm-hmm. and recognize it and press in 
more to be right. uncomfortable right. because the ways that you were hurt, mm-hmm. you know, if you were hurt in relationship with a friend, that is the way that you're going to be healed. Mm-hmm. The path to mm-hmm. healing mm-hmm. will also be through friendship, mm-hmm. you know, with God's help. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And that's practical. And so let's just kind of wrap up here with a few more practical things we can do. So if I am too busy, if I am so hurried and Mm -hmm. just feel like I just have so much to do all the time and I'm not getting friends in my life or I'm not investing in friendship, what are some things? And we've mentioned a few of them, you know, like the idea of having people over even if your house is messy. The idea of having people over and letting them help you make the meal and linger longer. Um, Give me something else. What else can we do to just be intentional? Yeah. You know, I I think we really need to be honest with ourselves about how busy – we're all busy. Mm -hmm. We all like to use Mm -hmm. that word and Mm -hmm. throw it around. But I think we need to take an honest look at our time – and see how we're really spending it and um, say, what can I, what can go here? Right. You know, for right. me, a lot of time wasted on my phone. Mm-hmm. Now I might label, I might try to sanctify, I'm saying that in quotes, that <laughs> right. time by saying, well, I'm doing research right. or, you know, I'm reading. This is ministry. I'm yeah. reading the profiles of all the people in my church so I know what's going on in their lives. Yes. 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 <laughs> I, I'm checking in on all the Instagram accounts of all the, you know, celebrity leaders that right. inspire me or right. whatever. Yes. Um, just being really honest about mm-hmm. how we're spending our time mm-hmm. and how we're prioritizing our time. Mm-hmm. And for me, so this is just a really specific example. Fridays are my day off. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. What I would love to do more than anything on Fridays, if I'm being selfish and mm-hmm. I'm doing what I want to do, I would love to go work out mm-hmm. by myself. I would At love... a crazy hour of the morning before the sun is up. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would love to spend... <laughs> Uh, the remainder of the day cleaning my home because mm-hmm. I'm a messy house person, mm-hmm. but I'm never happier than when mm-hmm. my house is clean. Mm-hmm. So I would love to just spend Fridays cleaning my house, organizing my life, paying bills. Um, what I have done instead mm-hmm. is I have made Fridays my day that I connect with people. Mm-hmm. I have lunches with mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. I have coffees with friends. Yeah. I make you come and calls. record podcasts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> which is so fun. Thank you for inviting me. It's really, really fun. Um, it's not easy. You know, yeah. it's something yeah. that I have to choose mm-hmm. to say, uh, it, like I said, if I clean, if I spend all day cleaning my house, mm-hmm. I'll be happy for an hour until mm. my kids get home and then they'll destroy <laughs> it and it'll be dirty again. But the time that time that I spend with friends, mm-hmm. um, especially you know my friends who love the Lord, and right. I know that they hear from Him and they spend mm-hmm. time in the Word and they pour into my life, right. that time is worth its weight in gold. Yeah. Um, and that's something that no kid can mm-hmm. take away from mm-hmm. me. <laughs> you know, nobody's right. going to come in right. and <laughs> make a mess on that or right. whatever it is. Yeah. So. And then I think also um, ske- making a to-do list. It sounds mm-hmm. really cheesy, but if you, before you go to bed mm-hmm. at night, start thinking about the next day mm-hmm. and making a really detailed mm-hmm. to-do list mm-hmm. down to the minute if mm-hmm. you can and just saying from 7.30 to 8, I do this. From 8 to 9, you know, right. I do this. And, and scheduling in time mm-hmm. for intentionally Mm-hmm. connecting and reaching mm-hmm. out to people right. and prioritizing that. Right. So if you get it on your mm-hmm. if you get it in front of your eyes on your right. to-do list, your your brain, you'll train your brain to realize this is important. Right. You know? Right. Just like I put on my schedule on um, my doctor's appointments or whatever cuz you don't want to make those appointments and then forget about them or blow right. them off. Right. <clears throat> that's what we do with stuff that's right. important. Right. So put that on your calendar. Yeah. You might not have a specific, like, lunch with Karen at 12.15. Mm-hmm. You might just say 12.15, call two friends, mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And mm-hmm. that, like, if we go all the way back to Mary and Martha, right, like, you can schedule your Mary time 
And you can also schedule your Martha time, knowing both of them need yeah. to happen, but not letting Martha time take away from Mary time, yeah. you know? So that might be a good thing to put on the calendar. Okay, this hour is my Mary time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go be intentional with the Lord or with people yeah. in this hour, Yeah, whatever that looks like. Yeah. And I also think, you know, if someone pops into your head mm-hmm. just randomly, mm-hmm. um, instead of just thinking about them right. and being like, oh, that's weird. I wonder why I thought of right. them. Maybe the Holy Spirit is trying to remind you yeah. of, of them for a reason. Yeah. Send them a text. Yep. Shoot them a text. Give them a phone call. Right. And I will say, you know, it, you're are you more extroverted? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so so for you extroverts, this isn't as hard. Mm-hmm. My my friend, my lifetime friend, she's like she's an expert level stalker. Mm. Like she calls people, she texts people, <laughs> she won't leave you alone. If she calls me and I don't answer, she yeah. calls my husband. Mm. And you know, and now she has my kids' phone numbers too. <laughs> now that my kids have phones, she'll call them and be mm-hmm. like, "Where's your mom? What are they?" doing but that's so good Mm -hmm. um and if you're one of those extroverts that you're all you feel like you're always initiating Mm -hmm. and and people aren't initiating with you right keep initiating yeah you know don't get butt hurt don't get hurt (laughs) if if your friends tend to be more introverted Mm -hmm. it's not that they don't love you and it's not that they don't want to spend time with you they just need someone to initiate right and don't right. um, yeah. carry that as a place to be offended. Like, oh, well, they never mm. initiate with me. Just keep initiating. Right. And for you introverts <laughs> who who don't tend to initiate with people because you just think, well, they, you know, I haven't heard from them. They mm-hmm. probably don't like me. Or they don't want to <laughs> hang out with me again. Or maybe I offended them. Yes. Just do it. Right. Like we have right. to get out of our heads mm-hmm. and out of this overthinking right. things so much mm-hmm. and just pe- be people who call, yes. who text, who show up. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And and just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Because yep. that's what Jesus did. Yeah. Right? He is, he's an initiator. Yes. So. Yes. Um, I'm going to throw out one more quote from John Mark Comer here. Okay. Um, he said, the solution to an over-busy life is not more time. How? Okay, I'm stopping the quote because i got to interject here. But yeah. I so often say to Paul, I just need more hours in my day, right? Same. I think it's such a common thing for us to say. Yes. And he's saying the solution to an over-busy life is not more time. It's to slow down and simplify our lives around what really matters. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's, that's what Mary was doing. Um, that's what, that's what we need to do. And so, um, I'm in this season and I think you are too, just of looking at priorities and looking at what am I doing that makes sense? What am I doing that doesn't make sense? Um, my work has become so overwhelming and my to-do list for work has become so big. So I've had to start saying, what can I pass off? What can I delegate? Where can I simplify? What am I doing that maybe doesn't need to be done? Yes. Um, and that's what, you know, this is, I need to slow down and I need to simplify my life and say what what here it really is important, not just urgent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really feeling in this season that relationships are, they, they are the thing that is important. And yeah. um, as much as I have this screaming to-do list, I need to say, sorry, to-do list. Like, I need to be with people. I need yeah. to um, sit, like you said, without a time limit. Yes. I was talking with some other friends about, like, how often is it that you go to coffee with someone and you've got an hour in your day, right? Mm-hmm. And you run run to coffee with them, and at the end of the hour, you run back. And it's not normal yeah. to go and sit at coffee until the conversation is just over, which for me would be never, but yeah, same. <laughs> I went to coffee last Friday with a friend and we sat there for almost three hours and Paul kept texting me, are you okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even look at my phone until like two and a half hours in and I was like, oh yeah, I'm fine. Be home shortly. You know, like, but it's just so uncommon for us to just it and yeah. be with a friend and slow down as he's saying we don't slow down yeah. well yeah but gracious that three hour coffee was so good for my soul it was so good to not feel like I got to get it all out really fast because then we both have to move on yeah yeah and also you know you're you might be the one who's like yeah I have time in my calendar mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. I don't have a lot 
and and you want to hang out with a friend who's like, I have this to-do right. list a million miles long. Yeah. Well, why don't you be like, can I come hang out Ooh. with you? Can I help you? Yeah. Can I go run, Let me your run errands, errands with, with you? you? I mean, yes. I've, you know, I have a younger friend who um, I've done that with a couple times. Mm-hmm. She's not married and she doesn't have kids and mm-hmm. she's got a lot more time mm-hmm. in that regard, you yeah. know, than yeah. I do. And she'll be like, hey, can we get together? And I will just say, I've got this, that, and the other thing going on. Come with me. Yeah. Come, you know. Right. I have to take my daughter to dance. I have to run a Walmart. Yeah. And yeah. she's done it, and it's been fun. Right. It's good, you right. know. Right. We have this notion that it has to be this mm-hmm. coffee date or lunch right. date or dinner party yes. or whatever. Um, we, we need to do both. We yeah. need both. We need yeah. times where we just sit and mm-hmm. talk, but mm-hmm. then there's times where it's like, I need you around me, mm-hmm. and here's what it's going to have mm-hmm. to look like. Yeah, and, and that's good. What, and that's what Jesus's life with the disciples yeah. looked like. They yeah. they were doing like they were doing the things. They were doing the ministry. They were walking from one town to the next, thousands of miles, right, in <laughs> conversation with each other. So yeah. I love that, and it is a good reminder because it's um, not common. I think that we invite people not only into our mess but into our busyness sometimes right. too, and just say, "Hey, come along. Yeah. Let's do it together." And there's so much that can be learned and gleaned in those moments. For sure. Oh, Joy, this has been so much fun. Yeah, thank you. It has been. Thank you for thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your heart and your wisdom. And um, I just love you so much and love all of this that you've shared today. And I know so many people are going to be blessed. Yes, thank you. I love you too. (laughs) Thanks for being my friend. Yeah. (laughs) Oh goodness, it's so good. Well, we will let you all go and have conversation now with your groups, with your people. If you don't have people, I just Mm -hmm. encourage you. Um, start, like Joy said, start praying about this and asking God to put those people in your life. Start paying attention to the people um, that you run into in the car drop-off line or at gymnastics or at church. Um, Start volunteering at church and meet Uh people through volunteering. Please. Please, please start volunteering at (laughs) church. We're begging you. (laughs) (laughs) But there's just, there's so many places that we can meet our people. And so I just encourage you, if you haven't found them yet, just keep praying, keep seeking and be an initiator. Reach out to somebody and say, hey, could we do coffee? Do you want to come over my house isn't spotless but i'd love to get to know you more yeah so very good we uh we love you all thank you so much for listening and keep looking above